Welcome to Paranormal XL Podcast. Gigi here, and we have special co-host uh, for the next few episodes. We will be covering states A through Z, most haunted locations. Our amazing guest co-host is Ed, or E-double-D, from Ghost and Grub. Welcome to the show as a co-host, Ed. I'm very excited to be here. We got 50 things to talk about that you know might go longer than four episodes, but <laughs> heck, I'm here, and I'm ready to talk about some of these amazing locations that we might have been to and definitely on the list. I was going through the list when you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, we are definitely going to most of these. And then I some know. Of them, actually, I will most humbly say I didn't even know about. So I know some of I would have been like, really? Right. But it's that's one reason why I wanted to do this, because we hit, OK, Salem. So you think every place there's I'm just throwing that out there because we both love it there. Um, and I've never even been there. But it's. I want to say that I wanted to bring light to the places that aren't really well known mm-hmm. as far as having paranormal activity and the history and stuff. Of them. So to see some of these, I was like, wow, I thought, you know, it would have been this. You know, it's funny with Salem. Obviously, we just wrapped filming there and um, it, it is very unique. A lot of people obviously know it for the obvious, the, the Salem witch trials. And um, and although with that history, uh, the hauntings that are there, they don't really even the ghost tours with the people we've talked to don't really talk about the uh, the hauntings that are happening along the strip. Yes, the tours do talk about it, but they don't talk about the actual hauntings that take place in each almost in every store there and almost every house in that area. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to investigate a lot of that. We picked up a lot of stuff, but it was just um, uh, just a quick plug for a couple of the stores like uh, Why Nots or uh, the Magic Parlor that are there are insanely active, you know, and I can't wait to share with you some of our experiences there. But, yeah, a lot of these stops on this list are just like that, where okay. they're, they're, they're hole in the walls, but they're more active than a lot of your mainstream places. Oh, absolutely. I And those are the places like I, I want to visit. Like I printed this off. I looked at it. I was like, okay, I have my new bucket list, my paranormal bucket list. This is, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, self-made and I've got, I've got my list here digitally and I'm going to be looking at it with you. Um, um, I'm, ex- I'm stoked. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Don't make me spit coffee everywhere. <laughs> so we will jump in. We our plan is to cover A through F, maybe more, maybe less. It depends on how in depth we want to be. So right. how this is going to go, we are going to read the stories that follow these locations, then we're going to discuss them a little bit, um, and we'll see how it flows. So cool. do, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Speaking in tongues. All right. Well, that's what I do. That's that. what I do. <laughs> so start with A, of course, yeah. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. So Sloss Furnace Furnaces. Mm. Open from 1882 to 1971, this National Historic Landmark in Birmingham was once world's largest manufacturer of pig iron. Though this achievement came at a cost, working conditions at the plant were miserable, particularly from 1900 to 1906 under the reign of graveyard shift foreman James Slag Wormwood. Wormwood pushed his workers to take dangerous risks to speed up production. 47 of the workers died during his reign, while many were injured. The foreman himself died by falling into a pool of molten steel, and his spirit is said to have lingered. Workers complained of an unnatural presence at the plant, and as well as being pushed from behind or told to get back to work by a mysterious voice. All in all, more than 100 reports of suspected paranormal activity at the Sloss Furnaces have been recorded by the Birmingham police. Wow. So they've actually called the police on these. 
Yeah, no, that that's that's crazy. And um, you know, there there's uh, you know, where my mind goes, especially in day and age where uh pop culture is all about superheroes. You would think if you fell into a pot of molten steel, you come out some like either a villain or a superhero. Iron Man and you come I'm... out and you're like Uber Dad, you go back to work. Yeah, exactly. I'm aware of that. <laughs> yes. I, wow. Um 47 people that lot that perished that lost their lives there um if i'm not mistaken i believe there were two investigations including one from well one of the famous ones uh famous investigating teams out there that have been there okay um yeah and um it's uh trying to think if this one is the same one where no but you know what there's a there's a plant down the road that's just as haunted that's what i'm confusing it with that's actually okay. eerie that is actually eerie um i wonder i wonder if they allow best uh, investigations to the place you know that's something see that's why you always have a pen handy especially when you're recording because you come up with questions and that would be something to look into <clears throat> i think that's a majority of these i think that as we go through we need to say hey can people investigate this location or no, it's private property. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Cause it's interesting that the police are keeping patrol there and who exactly uh, is calling the police. So as an investigator, I'm thinking about these things now. So yes. is it like the police are hanging out or is there like a neighborhood around it? Is there a house or is just somebody right. walking their dog and there's this giant steel figure. It's like, go back to work. You yeah, know, right. Stand, and you're going to call 911. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got this giant chrome man yelling at me. Um, I don't think he's real. <laughs> he's shiny, but he's see-through. Yeah, exactly. See, they, they'd be bringing you the wrong bus. They're going to be bringing that that bus with the straight jacket and coming to get you. Oh, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you got it, sir. We're, we're on our way. <laughs> be careful. Right. <laughs> So you go. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Maple Hill Cemetery, which is in still in Alabama, uh, in Huntsville. Um, oh, sure. The actual cemetery here is creepy and all, but it's the playground that really gets you. In 1985, somebody decided to open the playground adjacent to Huntsville uh, Oldest Cemetery, presumably to give the children of mourning, uh, of mourning parents some um, just degree, some respite, uh, respite um, to relax, in other words. Instead, it appears that the resident ghosts are one of the ones enjoying it the most. People report seeing orbs of light going down the slide in an unaccompanied swing that's moving, uh, unaccompanied uh, disembodied gigglings, adding to the eeriness. Some locals believe that the victims of the rash of child murders in the 60s were buried nearby. Their spirits oh. now have internal play dates with the cemetery's official residence. Oh. <laughs> I think we've all seen like videos on reels and on YouTube and on Instagram of like just these swings going back and forth of them. And just one. <laughs> yeah, just, just, exactly. Well, it's the wind. Like right there, that one swing, it's the wind. And you know how it's not exactly easy to get those whatever the, the giant wheels that the kids will, you know, yeah. jump on. Those just don't spin on their right. own. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. They're heavy because uh -huh. they're you, bleh, generally up there with like the heavy, um, Oh my gosh, chains or whatever. So it is heavy. No, it, it is heavy, but it is, it's just a straight slack swing too. When you look at these, it's not mm -hmm. like a bounce of that. It possibly is the wind. It's right. only one swing. And <laughs> there seems to be some sort of weight because those those chains are not slack. They're, right. they're, they're tension there, mm -hmm. right? So um, that that is very, very, very creepy. Um, I, I like the fact that... Um, 
you know, it was made there to be there for the right reasons, right? I just never oh, absolutely. That. Yeah. Kids, by the way, your mom's dead and your dad's dead too, but we got this really, really cool swing here you're going to like. Uh-huh. I've actually, I we talked about this, I, I think the first year of the podcast, actually, because I have pictures somewhere of this. Um, Very, very odd. I would have never have thought to put a playground right next to a graveyard or cemetery. Um, mm -hmm. But like you said, it was there for the right reasons. However, bringing up the fact of child murders in the 60s that yeah, yeah. in a playground would be <laughs> a perfect trigger whole place, just not one object, a trigger location for children spirits, I would think. Yeah, and of course that's not where their mind is going, but that's what inadvertently it turned to. So yep. definitely one of the lists to check down. I am taking a note on that because it's actually not <laughs> too far from me. Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not that bad. Uh, Huntsville is not but a two hour drive for me. Oh man. I just gave away my location. You did <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> two hour radius of Huntsville. We'll find them. <laughs> Hunt him down. Um, okay, so we're still in the A's, but we're going from one end of the country to the other. Yes. I'm like, yes, and you have to go through Canada. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely dual. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Pass oh. on through. All right. A. A Alaska. Red yeah. Onion Saloon established in established in 1898, the Red Onion Saloon and Skagway was a popular brothel during the Klondike Gold Rush, and today it's said to be haunted by one of the women who worked there, known as Lydia. The resident ghost has reportedly been spotted running down a hall into a room once occupied by the madam. Others claim to have smelled her perfume or to have experienced extreme cold spots. The Red Onion Saloon offers a ghost offers a ghost and good t good time girls walking tour, which gives a guest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is why I record so I can go back and edit all that out. Uh, <laughs> the Red Onion Saloon offers ghost and good time girls walking tour, which gives guests a closer look at an established establishment's history. Okay. <laughs> With this one, Alaska alone, could you imagine just like the gold rush locations and stuff like that, all the buildings and stuff with all the history and how many places must have like these spirits just hanging out out yeah there. i mean alaska can be a 10-part series on its own yeah, right? absolutely it absolutely could be um you know things with even like uh the alaska triangle right you yes. could even go down the line of cryptids if you wanted to um you know a, uh you know a mountain uh there, there's a lot there in fact it looks like this was um there, there's a couple looks like actually we have three on this list of, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but the, the, no, 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 it's two. I'm sorry. Um, it's, uh, it's, it is not just on our to-do list. It is a, what I call a red label, red label item on our list, um, <clears throat> to investigate because there's, there's a lot there. And, um, We'll just say that we've got we've got uh, a lot of locations to film out next year. We're just wrapping all the filming and editing for what we've done. But Alaska in the Red Onion Saloon, um, not on our list particularly, but I am aware of it. We have heard the stories, and there, this has been investigated before. Okay. Yeah. So um, good find. I don't know of anybody personally that's been there, but I am curious about the Ghost and Good Time Girls walking tour. Oh yeah. See, hard to say, right? <laughs> Well, I am curious because you'll be with the ghost walking towards the ghost and good time girls walking tour. At a brothel. 
So I, I don't know. It could be anything. It could go in any direction. I yeah. I, I yes. For the sake of well, incriminating myself, I'm not going to say anything more. Well, let me know how that works out for you. I appreciate it. It's going to slip up one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next on our list is uh, the Alaskan Hotel in Juneau. Fun fact for the more you know moment here, Juneau is the most northern uh, capital in the United States. Um, the most famous ghost to roam the halls of the Alaska's oldest operating hotel is that of a gold miner's wife who lived here while waiting for her husband to return. I'll be back. When he didn't, uh, she began supporting herself by working as a prostitute on until he did return. <laughs> Not exactly thrilled with her new career choice. Indeed, didn't work out. Uh, he he killed her, and um, and now guest and staff regularly report encounters. No, not not like that. Um, with her ghosts. I like the writing there, by the way. Uh -huh. uh, um, I know the hotel. This is actually one of the ones when I saw this. Is one of the ones on our list. Um, okay. I wasn't aware that he actually came back and killed her. Like, yeah, he wasn't thrilled. So he's like, look, I'm not thrilled with you being a prostitute and being a whore that right. I'm just going to kill you now because I'm not thrilled. And then he moved and, on. And if anybody knows ACDC, it shoots a thrill. So yeah. he's not thrilled. He's not. Now he's <laughs> That's awful. I apologize. It's um, <laughs> awful. Well, so, you know, sometimes you got to bring the lighter side to it. Well, yeah, you do, and you know, we do do that. But um, I say it is it is very dark. Um, I am curious on what other activity is stemming there. Um, there's more to this place than uh, what's on the list here, or what's on. Oh, I'm know. sure. Yeah. Yeah, because typically when something tragic like that happens, it uh, tends up bringing other things with it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Can't wait to do that. So still in the A's, but now just like a triple A battery, we got to hit that third one and <laughs> we're going to make our way back over and technically you almost made a triangle in a way. You have a thing with triangles. I've noticed. I don't. You're the one who built this list. <laughs> you talked about triangles the last time. I know. I know what this. Yeah, I know because you had the Bridgewater Triangle up in Massachusetts, which we're trying to. Then you got Bermuda Triangle, which is like the granddaddy of triangles. And <laughs> then you've got the Alaska Triangle. And now you got the XL Paranormal Triangle, apparently, that consists of oh, Alabama, no. Alaska, and Arizona. And That's now funny. this. See? Triangle. That is weird. I don't even know what that green thing was. Well, on my end, it was a green screen. Uh, my green screen is, like, underneath. Like, I have an actual green no, screen. No, I mean, quite literally, your but... screen your screen you turned green. Yeah, I know. It was weird. Yeah, odd. Anyway, huh. All right. we better go on. Maybe she's coming through here. <laughs> no visits right now. Okay, so Arizona. Yay! Now, am I... <sighs> Yuma Territorial Prison. Okay. Yuma, Yuma Territorial Prison held more than 3,000 murderers, thieves, and other criminals during its 33 years in operation. From 1876 to 1909, more than 100 of whom died on the premises. Guides have reported a chill near cell number 14, where a prisoner named John Ryan committed suicide. Another unsettling spot is known as the Dark Cell, where disruptive inmates were held in isolation. While no one is known to have died in the Dark Cell, two inmates were transferred to an insane asylum shortly after being released, visitors to Yuma Territorial Prison can get a closer look at the cell blocks, guard tower, and more. Yeah, um, we haven't done a prison one yet, but uh, from everything that I do know and have seen, <laughs> it's got to happen. It has to happen. Uh, I don't know how we do ghost and grub in a prison. I mean, do we get Uber Eats before we start an investigation? Yes. But 
Yeah, I think it's what we do. Yeah, this is the most haunted driver in the world. Um, <laughs> you need to go to the Ohio State Reformatory. That prison is amazing in the history. I'm, I'm going to keep list. telling you that until yes. until it happens. Maybe you could join us. Well, I will be there in March for the, okay. um, they do the par- Parasycon there. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Um, okay. It's so much fun. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't have more for Arizona on the list. Um, hey, I was trying to keep it shorter. No, 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 no. <laughs> but there's a lot in Arizona, as you, yes. as you, as you know. And um, I have not heard of this prison. But, um, I mean, and this is where I can't say that I, um, I, don't be- I, I don't believe that they didn't see anything in there. But you put yourself in into a dark cell in solitary confinement. It doesn't really talk about how long they were in there. Right. They're going to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs if you leave them in there for longer than 60 days in the pure darkness. Well, right. Yes. Okay. So back in those, it was between 1876 and 1909. So yeah, they're probably literally laying on dirt and between cold rock walls. Yep. Yeah. You can't see anything dirt. Yeah. Their mind is going to get away from them. So could it be paranormal? Absolutely. But my thing is, is that it could have released the energy from that and Absolutely, other things yeah. are now feeding off of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So in completing our triangle, we're going to cut back this way across and by this way, depending on how you see the world, uh, back over to <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas. <clears throat> I did not have Arkansas. Um, so. All right, so we're going to go with, uh, I'll do this one. So the Crescent Hotel. Um, It's located in Eureka Springs. The Crescent Hotel, one of America's most luxurious resorts when opened in 1886. But it closed in the 1930s due to tough economic times in in 1937. So uh, the fall of Wall Street. Um, And uh, it was purchased by Norman Baker and converted to Baker's Cancer Curing Hospital. Baker had no medical training, but he did stay at a Holiday Inn, and it his <laughs> and is reportedly groundbreaking cancer treatments were in fact a scam. Imagine that. Today, I've had no professional training. Sorry, go ahead. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show me this pen. Um, and supposedly the groundbreaking treatments were in fact a scam. Today, the hotel has been restored to its original grandeur. That's a fun word. But Baker's patients and other spirits are still said to haunt the uh, property. Common ghost sightings include uh, Theodora, a patient who fumbles with her keys outside of her room, 419, uh, and Michael, an Irish stonemason who fell to his death while building the building the hotel. Nightly ghost tours end at the morgue. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah, why not? Every hotel has to have a morgue. The Come ending on. is the morgue. The ending what to anything is the morgue. should get me if this hotel doesn't have a morgue? <laughs> Still intact, the hospital is said to be a hotbed of paranormal activity. Um, very exciting. It's like it is like a two for one, three for one. You get a morgue, you get a hospital, you get a hotel, and you can stay there too. So. Oh, best thing ever. <laughs> right. I go on Yelp and leave it a review. Right, yeah. I um there was this transparent woman fumbling with her keys. See, they kept falling through her hands, not out, through. And uh, I got this old Irish guy yelling at me about Cusell. <laughs> I can see through him. Five star. <laughs> Five stars. And we get to hang out in the morgue. 
So this is the Crescent Hotel. Um, can you imagine being like a bellhop there and giving directions to the room? Yes, um, uh, Miss Gigi, your room is right down the way. Here's your keys. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hotel, the elevators, two rooms down to the left, down the hallway, past the morgue, ignore the morgue, and up <laughs> the elevator to floor 13. Enjoy your stay. Don't talk to the transparent people. <laughs> I guess. Huh. So. There are so many of these I want to like just delve deeper in, but I'll never get out of that rabbit hole. Oh no, we no, there's there's absolutely no way. There there's no way. Um <laughs> But how fun. How fun. I I wanna go to Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was never Crescent, on my list before. <laughs> the Crescent Hotel in Arkansas. And I wanna stay in the morgue. I wonder how much the bed rental is there in the morgue. I don't know. I'm sure the prices would die for metal. it. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Oh, another hotel in Arkansas. Yeah. Sorry, Arkansas. <laughs> the Arlington Hotel in Hot Springs. This grand century old hotel is a paragon of oh, such big words for me. Sorry. <laughs> it's a paragon of ornate luxury so much that you'd probably choose to stay a while if you were a ghost too. History weighs on the place as well as your mind. Four presidents have stayed here, plus Babe Ruth and Al Capone. Outside, the old-timey light lamps guide your walk through the downtown Springfed spas that draw visitors to this resort town. Echoing against stone buildings and set against the backdrop of steep, icky forest, even the burbling fountains sound ghostly and ominous. Wow, that was a struggle for me. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I actually just want to go there for the fountains now. I know, right? And I mean, does it sound like an old toilet? Is that what we're describing here? Like it's burbling, it's ghostly. Listen to that water. It's well, if it's eerie, eerie water. Well, if it's got the hot springs, yeah, they stink. Hot springs stink. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. They do. I have a hot spring myself, and it smells. <laughs> but yeah, I, there wasn't much ghosts there, I guess. But the history of it is awesome with the four presidents and Babe Ruth and Al Capone. Right. right. Um, I bet it's pretty. I definitely want to get pictures of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's more historical, which I mean, it's all historical. It's just sort of normal activity or not. Um, right. Very, very cool. But this next one is near and dear to my heart. And it, um, because it's one of the ones that got me into paranormal investigating. And I, wa I remember watching shows about this ship mm -hmm. and hence mm -hmm. why i like investigating haunted ships and well you're welcome for this more. one oh i'm very excited about this one because this is the mothership, the mothership. of haunted ships yes. and i'm talking about the queen mary so the queen mary is uh docked dry, uh docked in long beach california so we that is definitely one of the ones on our list to do in the next coming year so y'all know um, <clears throat> embarking on her maiden voyage in 1936, the elegant Queen Mary carried some of the world's most prominent people from Winston Churchill to Clark Gable. But in 1940, the liner was stripped of her luxuries and retrofitted to be a World War II troop Aww. ship. Known as the Grey Ghost for her muted color, after the war, the Queen Mary was converted back to a passenger ship and eventually retired service in 1967. Today, she's docked in the Long Beach, uh, in the Long Beach area and serves as a floating hotel. But some ghosts of her past are said to remain. Visitors have reported seeing a lady in white, an engineer who died in the engine room, and several children in 1930s era garb. Guests of the Queen Mary can partake in several haunted tours and special events. 
Amazing. This place has been so well documented mm -hmm. for a very, very long time. It is up there. It is top 10 of most haunted locations in the United States consistently. Um, what is there to be said about the Queen Mary that, that hasn't been said already? Um, you know, maybe a little bit more about her maritime merit, mm -hmm. possibly. Um, when she, you know, was in when uh, she was at war, excuse me, uh, at war. But mm -hmm. um, outside of that, a lot of people already know about her. But the the hauntings. The thing is, I never heard. I've heard some poltergeist activity. Mm -hmm. I've, I've obviously a ton of apparitions, disembodied voices, uh, children in you know clothing in 1930 era clothing. But outside of that, I haven't heard of scratches. I haven't really heard of attacks. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It very well could right. happen. But all in all, the activity that's there. And you think about the one of the biggest conduits for paranormal activity for energy is water. Right. So. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the ships that we have investigated, the lower that we got into the ship, and I'll, I'll share this with you, we went on to the USS Salem. And when we were on the Salem, we got to go down to the morgue in the ship. And that is at the very bottom of the ship. Right. Which is right through the water. Now, they normally would store food in the freezers, but these became morgues. And I've just, let me tell you, yes, the closer you are to the water, creepier things get. Uh -huh. The activity is insane. And uh, I can't wait to do the same on... Uh, the Queen Mary. Oh, most definitely. Uh, now, I do have a question. Okay, what is your take on the Lady in White? Not necessarily just on the Queen Mary, but people in general with some of these most haunted locations or claimed most haunted <clears throat> locations, people say they've seen a Lady in White. What is your take on the Lady in White? What do you think she is? You know, I think it's the way that these spirits, these people personify themselves after they're dead. I, I, I don't know if it signals where they are, what it means. Is it mourning? Um, is it loss? Does it signify something? Because the Lady in White goes back a very long time. And um, a lot of people said, my, you know, the, for one example, there's a story of a, a girl up in North Carolina that was on a date night and tragically died in a car wreck. And now people report seeing her on the side of the road asking for rides back to her house. And um, she's dressed all in white, you know, and then you we got stories of the lady in blue and lady in white in Salem. We've got mm -hmm. same things down here in, in, in Georgia, in Savannah, the lady in white in the cemeteries. So yeah, I, I think it's more or less that uh, it signifies something. Um, it could be sorrow. It could be law. I don't know if you if you know, then I either you know something I don't um, or. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't want to say anything negative. I just it, I, no. I don't know how to personify that and like why is it white? You know why isn't it just transparent? Well, most definitely. I mean, but it all comes rebirth. down to your opinion on it, how you feel yeah. or your take, or goes even to your religion following as to what it is. See, I think and Mama Mary, my co-host. Um, for the show, we've talked about this and what we think that she is because it usually people will see her at generally, at least up here with the stories, it's in a cemetery or shortly after somebody has died tragically in an accident. See, I think it's like an angel of like comfort when you see her. That's like my personal thing. Like if I was to ever see her, that's what I would take her as. Which is very cool. Unless I'm in a hallway by myself and she looks at me and turns towards me. And I'm like, you're here for comfort. You're here for comfort. You're here for comfort. You're here for comfort. <laughs> of course I'll take a hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was just something I like to ask people that are into this or have seen the lady in white. Like what I have not personally seen a lady in white. Um, we <laughs> interviewed a ton of people that have, and I do believe them. Um, mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time. But oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, but it's just, 
what what why there's a cemetery up here i want to say it has to do with um military but there's a lady in red and i've never heard of a lady in red until i stumbled onto this story i've just grazed this story it's one on my list that I want to get more into, but it was a lady in red, and that's what I've heard the lady in blue, lady in white, but never in red. <clears throat> that's unique. That is mm-hmm. very unique. Um, yeah, and of course, there's a restaurant up in Salem, uh, the Rockefellers, actually, and uh, up there that has the lady in blue in their basement. That's routinely seen there. So there's some history behind it if you guys want to look at that that place, but that was pretty cool, too. Oh, for sure. All right. All those places are cool. So, all, all right, right. So next on our list, you've got... Turnbull Canyon, which I am also familiar with this because we are putting out a series on uh, on areas out west, and we're still writing it and where we're going to go and what we're going to do. So very excited about that in the works. I'm like, ooh, get yeah. with me after the recording. I just went out west, well, not just, but like two years ago. Okay. Right after Rona hit, um, and there was some awesome locations. I wish I would have had somebody that like. I had a great time with my husband. That sounds horrible. But being into what I'm into, I had to bypass a lot of awesome opportunities. And I'm like, oh, I want to go there. But definitely some awesome, like, yeah, places you definitely need to go. Anyway, um, so Turnbull Canyon, California is packed with terrifying places from cult compounds to famous murder sites haunted hotels and mysterious mansions, but none of them come with the promise of a brisk scenic hike. Turnbull Canyon offers a four-mile hike through the sprawling two hills. Keep an eye out for the sweeping city views and the ghost of 29 people who perished (laughs) in a plane crash in the 50s. Uh, And the ghost of children who, according to legend, were taken from a nearby orphanage and used in... Oh, ritualistic sacrifices. And the ghost of the teen who found some old electric shock equipment from the ca- from the canyon's burnt down asylum and fried his brain despite the sight of having no power. Let's <coughs> uh, see, the burnt down asylum, the UFO sightings, rumors of multiple cults. No wonder the natives call it, oh, words. <laughs> Hutanaga. Yeah, that's what I said. Or the place of the devil. So yeah, enjoy that hike. <laughs> That has a lot of uh, a lot going on. Reminds you of a couple of places done that a lot like mm-hmm. Skinwalker Ranch, a couple of ranches out there. Um, Devil's <laughs> Peak. Um, yeah, it's that's why it's on our list um, because of that activity. That's that's there. Um, <clears throat> and different types of activity, like you would get different feelings, like being an empath and stuff, just going out there, let alone with your equipment. So one thing that I am discovering about being an empath as, you know, I'm journeying, as you know, I'm still relatively new to this. And and I actually, relatively, I'm very new. But as I'm going to these places, I'm starting to decipher differences in energy, not just entities, mm-hmm. but energies in general. Exactly. And what they draw from. So that in itself is unique. I mm-hmm. am very curious on what these properties in these areas hold, you know, because of of what they're doing in terms of multiple activities. So you've got UFO sightings, you've got <laughs> Bigfoot sightings, you've got paranormal activity, you've got orbs, you've got um, poltergeist activity. There are a ton of different things that are happening routinely that it's all in one spot. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What's drawing it there? What is drawing it? Why are there so many hotbeds that are particularly more out West? Even 
even uh, the Alaska Triangle, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like it's out there. There's a lot of things that are going on that we still don't understand. And that's what oh, we're trying to get to the bottom of. Absolutely. And another thing with you traveling around, I don't know if you know anything about ley lines, but doing a map of the ley lines and whatnot, like through America as you're going to these places. Mm-hmm. So like up where I am by Yankee Springs, it's uh we got well, a crap ton of lakes here, as anybody knows. But there's an area, there's a place called Devil's Soup Bowl where you hike back there or whatever. But that's where, like, all the ley lines meet. And there was lots of stories that go behind, like, what happens out there. And this is just in the middle of the woods. Okay. Um, But that's something I've always wanted to do. I just haven't taken the time to map out the ley lines of all these different places to see how many cross over to see where they link together. Like if it is, um, means something, you know, if they correlate all together, if that makes Have you investigated sense. there before? Have I? Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I cannot run fast enough out of the woods. So therefore I do not go in very far. They don't blame you. <laughs> okay. So we're still in the seas and I don't, I don't know if we're going to make it to F or not, but Probably we, not. uh, That's we've got, all right. yeah, we, we've got a lot, which is awesome. Um, so we're in Connecticut where, you know, I was just north of there, but um, we're going to make a stop at the Mark Twain house, which is pretty cool. Now a national historic landmark, the Hartford residence was once home to the author Samuel Clemens, a.k.a. Mark Twain, and his family from 1874 to 1891. Penning some of his most well-known works here, including The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. That's pretty cool. The author called some of his happiest and productive years of his life. However, after daughter Susie died of meningitis in 1896, Mm -hmm. the Clemens family was too heartbroken to continue living in the house and sold it. Today, the home is maintained as a museum and said to be haunted by a lady in white. In October, (laughs) visitors can see for themselves during the graveyard shift ghost tours filled with haunted history, dark tales, uh, and Victorian traditions. These nighttime tours are as educational as they are goosebump-inducing. <laughs> there goes the lady Very, in white. She travels all over the place. What I'm saying, that's what, I believe it could be sorrow. I mean, if we look at a common theme here between yep. all the ladies in whites. Mm-hmm. Is it is it sorrow? Is it mourning? You know, is, is that it, you would think? I mean, car right. wreck, Queen Mary, the, yeah, all the things that have happened here. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I um, very very interesting. But a part of Americana, uh, I would definitely visit. Not even just for the paranormal aspect, just the historical aspect. Oh right, a lot of these would I because I don't want to take away. Like I want to be able to enjoy the history part of it and enjoy the architecture and stuff. Then you get so caught up in the paranormal stuff or fiddling with your cameras and stuff that you do miss and being an empath you can walk in and experience all that without losing anything with oh absolutely cameras and stuff like that yeah so yeah that's that would be an awesome place to visit so do you want to do one more or i'll do one more and then we'll um i can do one more if you can it's up to you all right well i'll do we'll finish connecticut i'll do the curtis house okay and then we'll next time we'll start off with delaware all right sweet All right, Connecticut, Curtis House Inn in Woodbury. Gordon Ramsay once featured Connecticut's oldest inn on his appropriately titled reality show, Hotel Hell, (laughs) bringing a paranormal investigator to corroborate what locals and visitors have been claiming for centuries, the joint's haunted. Ramsay's unsettling 
difficulty exist, uh, exiting his room during a five-day stay could have been due to faulty hardware, but try telling that to the guests who've reported disembodied voices, mysterious footsteps, and unwelcome otherworldly bed followers. That's weird. Throughout the end's 265-year history, apparent entities are believed to be the former and owners, guests, and perhaps most terrifying for everyone, for anyone who works here, former employees who clocked in but never clocked out. Yeah, they took a play out of Hotel California's book. Um, <laughs> um, that's pretty, pretty crazy. That ghost is raw. Um, <laughs> it's uh, I, I do, I do want to visit the place. Um, never was on the list, but um, seeing this is not the first time I've heard of it. But it's you know, it's right. It, it's not not too too terribly far from um, you know from Massachusetts. Right. Um, definitely probably worth the haul to check it out, stay a couple of nights and see, even if, because with the okay. restaurant that they have there, it'd be a perfect good food review. Oh, absolutely. Well, let alone to be in a building that is 265 years old and like still standing. Like, I, I think that's pretty awesome. Well, there was a lot like the Warren Tavern where it got mm-hmm. my start. I mean, it was, uh, it was built before 1775, but the British burned it down, but they rebuilt it. In 1775, mm-hmm. and it's right. been operating since. So Crazy. I got to, yeah, I love this stuff. All right, I'm writing that down. Now, if you want, we, um, we're we right at Florida, unless you want to pick up at Delaware next time. We can pick up at Delaware next time. I'm good with that. Cool. Keep it kind of shorter so we don't lose our audience with listening. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh. This is this is great stuff. It's very insightful. It definitely, it's um, what I call rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For uh, sure. You know, because we can go down the line and talk about a lot of things. But all in all, these are some amazing locations that we have uh, that we talked about today that you can definitely check out. It looks like a large majority of them do allow uh, tours and ghost hunts. And I'm sure to find out more um, cool tool called Google and get in contact <laughs> with them and the see Google if machines. you can. Right. If we can get in there. Um, but it's uh, my favorite one. What was your favorite one today? It would be, hold on. <laughs> Put you on the spot. The first one was kind of interesting, like with the 47 workers. Yeah. And the prison, because I have this thing now <laughs> with the older prisons. However, the energy there isn't always kind, and it can right. make you very sick if you <clears throat> don't set your boundaries, you know, beforehand. But the history of them and that prisons have so many stories to tell if you like stories. Absolutely. You just have to be able to walk in, open your mind, and be willing to listen. So my two is definitely uh, the last one uh, was Curtis Inn. Um, mm-hmm. Because it has reported history from all staff, um, it does have a restaurant which matches our genre. Yeah. Um, and it's very, it's consistent across the board um, on on, it, on the history. I mean, 267 years of history. And um, my my feeling is with these places, they got a story to tell on their own. And then um, the, in a very close second, uh, a second would be the Turnbull Canyon, which we're already going to, you know. Yeah, I um, forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are my two picks. I wonder what everybody else's is. Definitely, you know, let us know what they are. Yeah, um, and if anybody's been to these locations. Yeah, yeah, thousand percent. If you've been there, please let us know what uh, what your experiences were and what your thoughts were. Heck yeah. Right. So, okay, how can people get a hold of you? <laughs> yeah, so you can get on um, on the gram, on Instagram, and you can go to uh, uh, Ghost 
N Grub, which goes the letter N and Grub. Um, you actually can look us up now on YouTube. Uh, it's uh, we're starting to upload our first episodes coming in mid January. Very excited about Yay. that. Uh, we will having uh, this is actually new. We will have a website launching zone uh, as well. Um, just some fun stuff we're coming out with, and uh, also uh, my email, and that would be ed or, or info at ghostandgrub.com so um, awesome. you have many many ways to get in, in touch with me if need be yes and you can email me or the show at paranormalxl at rightme.com and remember stay kind stay humble and don't yuck someone else's yum ever <laughs>